Before we get into this week's episode of Real Deal Podcast, we wanted to quick go over tonight's Oscars, especially considering the craziness that happened at the very end. Yeah, we uh, we recorded this earlier in the day and just had to do, we had to do something. Had to do an add-on. We, we uh, rushed, rushed back to Alex's house. And here we are. Here we are. Let's before we talk about the craziness, let's yes. do a quick recap of tonight's winners. Okay. Tonight's not embarrassed winners. <laughs> Best supporting actor, Marshall Ali. This our, was our fucking man. This was a cumulative win oh, for yeah. for us. At for least. us, yeah. He he crushed uh, Luke Cage. Yep. Best part of Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Crushed Hidden Figures. Crushed Hidden Figures. And then annihilated, annihilated Moonlight. Made you know, set the tone for the whole movie by himself, basically by himself in ten minutes. He is, I mean, it's Sharon's movie, right? But Juan, Juan gives Sharon his humanity. Exactly. I feel like, well, and I or he, he, he really or, or he helps him understand his own humanity, yeah. and he's the first person in his life to accept him exactly. for who he is. Exactly. And lets him know that he's first Muslim actor ever to win an first, Academy Award. True that for for an acting. Yes, um, that's incredible. It's beautiful. It's, like for that to happen right now yes. is so cool. All right, moving on from our favorite guy, Suicide Squad won Best Makeup. He, people are laughing about this, but Killer Croc does look deserved it. Absolutely amazing. And as shitty as we think the design was yes. of the Joker. Mm-hmm. He looked, it looks it looks, fine. He looks good. And to consistently get that to look the same yes. every time, sure. Crushed it's impressive. It. All right, costume design went to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I'm down. I'm fine with that. That's cool. It looks yeah. great. It's obviously very of the time. Costumes had nothing to do with the Grindelwald twist. <laughs> no, <so>. exactly. <laughs> Best documentary went to O.J. Made in America, which we... I've seen. Yeah. I saw it on TV. And... Um, I have not seen thirteen, but 13 you, that thirteen is the one you is said. Amazing. That was watch, that was my big pick. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. But the OJ thing. OJ made in America. I get that it was a bigger. It's a huge. Yeah, and it's really really good. Right. But it's kind of cheating. They right. had li- literally seven hours. The of story is given to you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you, it's whatever. All right. Best sound mixing. Hacksaw Ridge. All right. What the fuck? This movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, thank God! It, thank literally, thank the Jesus that is all over this movie. That he even he didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> even he couldn't he, pull. He it. he. Uh, Jesus did not sign off on the making of this film. No. So yeah, fuck that. Shit movie. sucks. Best sound editing went to Arrival, which I think is sick. Yeah, I agree. There's a whole language created for that fucking movie spoken. By these weird, crazy aliens that they had to manifest from nothing. Yes. So that being said... I also think that the sound within the craft itself is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just the way it's... I don't know if it's compressed weird or... I don't know. I don't know enough. It sounds good. It's I don't cool. know enough about I, I get that it. Too. Yeah. I get it. And I get that win, and it's awesome. Best Supporting Actress, Viola Davis. Fences is the one yep. movie from this cycle that I did not get to see. Yep. Uh, but I've heard nothing but good things about her and Denzel's performance, so I'm happy for her. She deserved that. Best foreign language film was The Salesman. Haven't the winner of this boycotted the event. Awesome. 
because, because of the Muslim ban? Because of the Muslim ban. Fantastic. Yeah. So he he had like a video speech, I think. Right. Um, but very awesome. Cool. That, yeah, that's great. Best animated short was Piper, which was a uh, Pixar short, I think. Either that I, or just Disney I saw Studios. a lot a lot I saw a lot of people say that there were other more adult oriented ones that should have won. I but, really like this one. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm sure it was. It's it's fucking good. Uh, best animated feature went to Zootopia rather than Moana, which which is crazy. Which to me was a, a big surprise. But I think either, Moana had the social commentary. Um, I mean Zootopia. Zootopia. Zootopia yeah, had which mass. Moana which Moana did too in a sense. Uh, it's different though. Moana yeah. is like it, but it's that's like not what family it's about. social commentary. Zootopia yeah. is like. Wow, they're dealing with racism with yeah. fucking talking animals, yeah. and that is—I think that's that's really impressive. At the forefront of everyone's minds right now, so exactly. it makes sense for sure. Uh, set decoration went to, uh, aka production design went to La La Land. I completely mean, deserving. Completely, yeah. That video we watched. Oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll get there. We'll talk about that when we get best visual effects. The fucking Jungle Book, baby. Yeah, they are. Un- I saw a lot of crying about this one. Really? Because people wanted Rogue One to win. Dude. Not, no, they're wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. This You forget that they're not actual yeah. animals that Mowgli's It's the opposite about. of... Remember that Disney movie Dinosaur? Yeah. Where all the backgrounds were real, yeah. but the dinosaurs were fake. Right. It's the exact opposite exactly. of that. And it's so well done. Yeah. And it's I think because of this... Is the reason they're doing that fucking Lion King movie. Which I'm down for. I'm down for it, obviously, but it's just going to be the same thing in 3D because there's no humans. That's true. The reason that Jungle Book worked is because there's a human there's being a human interacting thing. with these fake animals. That is kind of weird. It's bizarre. Uh, best film editing went to Hacksaw Stupid Ridge. I don't know how what they justify the fuck that. about the editing here? Was anything special? Was anything special? What were the does does your list have? I don't words? have. The, I don't see the nominees. Okay, uh, but I'm sure La La Land was nominated. I, uh, Manchester was nominated, and I think that was edited well. I could see the cuts. And I, I liked it. I get that, but I mean, visually, Hacksaw Ridge definitely had a lot more work cut out for them in the editing. I guess. Yeah. But this movie is maybe they shit. won the award because they cut out even more garbage. Right. That's true. <laughs> Uh, best live action short went to Sing, which I have no, I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, best short documentary went to The White Helmets, which I have known nothing about. Cinematography, La La Land. Crushed it. Unbelievably deserving. I think Moonlight was also nominated. I would have been fine with them. I would have been fine also. with it because Moonlight, like the, the the Moonlight yes. in the movie. like Everything about that is, movie is, is so yeah. beautiful. But La La Land... What we've been talking about mostly is how technically yeah. sound and beautiful this movie is, and well done and put together it is. We'll get there when we talk about right. the director shit. Best original music, oh, La La Land. Crushed it. Uh, this makes me really happy because I listen to the score every single day. The score or the soundtrack? You listen to the score? It's both. Yours is both? The one you're listening to? Yeah, it, okay. it alternates between, like, well, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like uh, Another Day of Sun, and it's like the summer montage. Okay. You know? And it, it's like, it's everything. Uh, this this had it all. Yeah. It, the music is so well written. And it's diverse. It's very diverse. You yeah. got a straight up pop song in mm-hmm. there, you got several, like, jazz ballads in there. 
you got a just jazz swing thing going mm-hmm. on. It's awesome. I love this score, and I think it's one of the best. I'm glad that it beat The Force Awakens. How did Force Awakens... Was when, Force Awakens nominated? Yeah, no, I, yeah, it was. I thought there was a rule that it can't be previously used material. It. I don't know about that. I think I, it was nominated. I don't think it, it was. Really? Well, that's yeah. good. But it won uh, like a BAFTA or something. Oh, okay. It won one of those, and there's nothing amazing new in the Force mm-hmm. Awakens score. There isn't. The last great Star Wars song is in Phantom Menace. The original one. Yes. Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. Genius. Like that, the movie, uh, to me, the movie is saved by that song. I, borderline, I think I think Force Awakens is just different variations on Binary Sunset. It is. No, it, yeah. it totally is. The whole movie is just that. Yeah. But and it and it makes sense, but yeah, to does. say that that's the best original score nuts. would have been nuts. Yeah. So I'm really I'm really happy La La Land won here. Best original screenplay went to Manchester by the Sea. I'm down with it. You're not now. I, I'm now that I've had some time to think about it. We had a little it, it makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. like basically everything else that I would have thought would have won this was, was adapted. adapted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's like okay, yeah, you, you had to give it to them. Mm-hmm. And then the dude that wrote it, his resume is. <laughs> Unreal. Gangs in New York, analyze this. Say no more. Say no more. Like, that's all I need. Yeah. He deserved it. Yeah. Good shit. Best uh, screenplay, adapted screenplay went to Moonlight. Perfect. Thank fuck. Yeah. Perfect. Very happy. Would have been okay with Arrival, but... Oh my god, for sure. But uh, Moonlight Moonlight makes sense. Yes. Uh, And the the coolest thing about Moonlight is that it's adapted from a play that was never produced. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like... And it was adapted by the guy who wrote it, too. Yeah, which that's, is, like, directly. Which, which it is was beautiful. like, hey, man, I wrote this play. Let's <sighs> uh, just make it a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's uh, great. Loved it. Best director. So, here, we kind of called this. Yes. We, we, very early on, go back and listen. Damien Chazelle is the best director. Yes. Technically, La La Land is a masterful work of art, of cinematic art. It's a technical marvel. And that's why I'm happy that it turned out this Mm -hmm. way. Because not to say that anyone could have directed Moonlight, but not anyone could have directed Long No, 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 no. no. There was a specific vision that was nailed. Yes. So if in a perfect world, what happened... What happened is... La La Land wins Best Director, Moonlight wins Best Picture. Yeah, that, that was, was, that that was, was our, our perfect ideal. World. It was like, that's what we wanted, and, and that's I'm what I'm so we happy that it happened this it way. It didn't happen in the way that we thought it would happen, but all right. Best Actor, Casey Affleck. Perfect. People are pissed. People are pissed. He has some controversy in his past. Yeah. Well, um, and, we, and, well, his past is like meaning like this summer, you know? I think those allegations were from like... Um, I'm still here days. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. It's from when that was being filmed. Really? Yeah. And I think they have been since proved either false or whatever. Well, the, what I read was that it settled out of court, which is not good. No, it's not good. I, I'm not dismissing it. No, but of course not. I, I we, find We watch way too much SVU to ever dismiss anything exactly. like that. <laughs> but, um... Because I get it. I just want to know the facts. This is so, just a guy who technically, you know, scientifically had a great performance and, yes. and won for it. And I think he deserved and he, it. Yeah. In in the scope of everybody who was nominated, he deserved it. Best actress, Emma our, Stone. our motherfucking girl, Emma Stone, 
Nobody else came close no. to me this year. I agree. Uh, La La Land was hers. This award was hers to lose. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, we don't even need to talk about it. No, talked about perfect it performance uh, from somebody who it seemed like it was just like it was a matter of time before yeah. she got her time to shine. The moment she stepped on screen in Superbad, the moment she speaks, yeah. it's like, she, you're, the a, moment oh, you're she, a star. The moment she's talking about family jewels. Yeah, you're a star. Oh, like like balls. Like balls, <laughs> yeah. And she loves it. Best picture. So, we were at a show when this was happening. Yeah. So I played we, a show. I kept looking over to my phone blowing up. Text from my mom and my girlfriend, and I was like, "Shit, somebody dead." <laughs> we we found out about this sort of as it was happening. Yeah. But um, so I follow ComplexMag.com. Mm-hmm. They were posting memes of just pictures of cards of who won right. what award, and it said La La Land. I was like, "Oh, La La Land won, nice." And then I see. 900 retweets yeah. of people being like, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Like, what the this fuck? is so fucked up, blah, yeah. blah. And then I see a retraction and Moonlight winning. Yep. Then I watch the video. The video is insane. It's, it's actually chaos. It's actually like sort of poetic. It's kind of nice. It's, did you read? Uh, hold on, let me read. Can you finish your thought for sure. Um, so Warren Beatty, we were like talking shit on him. Yeah. It's not his fault. He was given the wrong so card. We're, so we're told now. So we're told he was given the wrong card. Um, but it was sort of great when they, all the La La Land producers were on stage holding this, the Oscar statue. And they're getting told they didn't win. Mm-hmm. The producer legit snatches the card, the correct card, yeah. out of Warren Beatty's hand. Holds it up to the camera. And says, this is not a joke. Moonlight one, come get your Please trophy. come get... And he, he he meant he was... I think he felt bad for Moonlight. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, that should have been their moment, for it sure. It was their moment. So he held on to the... They kept, like, trying to take it from him, and he was like, no, I'm giving this to yes. them. I'm, I'm excited to give this to my friends in Moonlight. And I see a lot of... I've been seeing a lot of tweets about people... Um, you don't need to put La La Land down. Right. To say that Moonlight is the deserving best no, picture, no which way. I see a lot you of. Shouldn't put, listen to this tweet. Okay. In true form, La La Land only won best picture in a fantasy moment shared between former lovers imagining wistfully what might have been. <laughs> That's great. That is poetic. That is poetic. That is the most La La Land thing that could have possibly happened. I just think it's a mistake. To put because La 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 Land in its own right is a masterpiece. A technical marvel. It is. Both movies are in my top yes. twenty-five of all time. Straight up, Moonlight, one of the most beautiful stories ever told. Yes. La La Land, everything I want. Yes. And, and you don't need to say. This is dude. This is the the closest race that I can imagine. I, yeah. That I like aside from Hacksaw Ridge and Fences, which I, only because I didn't see. Every movie. And maybe Hidden Figures, because, like, I just don't think that that was... I, I loved it, mm-hmm. but, like... It's a good movie in, like, the, the same way that Remember the Titans is a great right. movie. Well, yeah. Or, it's, or it's, that it's kind of a popcorn... A popcorn, popcorn drama. It's something you walk out and you go, how have I never heard any of that before? Yes. But, like, in terms of, like, best movie I've ever seen... It, or of the it, year. It just didn't match up. Yes. But, like, Moonlight, Lion... La La Land, Arrival, Manchester, Manchester by the Sea. Those all felt like any one of these could win. 
And that's why nobody should put any of them down. Yeah. Just celebrate all of their existence. And Moonlight, and when I finally saw Moonlight, I was floored. You were like, I get it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm so happy, especially considering considering the movie that we talk about in the particular movie mm-hmm. and considering what's going on in the country right now. Yeah. A movie about <clears throat> someone accepting their own humanity. Yeah. And not having anyone there for you yeah. to accept your humanity. I mean, Juan dies yeah. off screen. Mm-hmm. And you, you find, you get the information as you go. Yeah. But I think it's just a beautiful movie. Right. And I'm super happy about I'm it. I'm totally with you. And to end it, I just want to pull from one more tweet that I saw. The season finale of Black History Month is lit. <laughs> Enjoy this week's episode, and uh, thanks for listening. Yep. Mother is the name of God on the lips and hearts of all children. Kill yourself off! Oh, like a frog! The Lord hates a coward. So what? So what? So let's dance! Axel, Axel. Ach now, ach well. Who kiss me? I'm really looking forward to tossing them. <laughs> I had an accident. I had an accident? What does that mean? You! Suck on it, don't just another real deal. Sponsored by the Pit Recording Studio. Excellent. Hello, welcome. Welcome. To Real Deal, episode five. It's the fifth one. Fifth element. <laughs> something something we don't do that maybe we should do is do should we introduce ourselves? I guess so. I'm Alec Faber. <laughs> I'm William Young. Uh this is our podcast. Welcome. Since we forgot to do it last week. Oh, God. So a couple weeks ago in our John Wick 2 countdown, uh, my colleague over here incorrectly reported that David Patrick Kelly, who plays the cleaner in the first John Wick, also in The Warriors, The Crow, uh, The Longest Yard, uh, this guy said he was dead. Maybe to me he just seemed dead (laughs) and that. So <laughs> just, he just like his presence just like has a very like well we oh, did he's dead we did uh, miss his presence in John Wick too so that kind of added it was to like us. man that's a bummer like oh. yeah that, that added to us thinking he was dead but yeah not even like remotely dead no, I don't know what who got that piece of information in my head but he's one hundred percent living just definitely alive just so, not in John Wick too sorry David Patrick Kelly hope you're firing it up somewhere having just being, somewhere not in heaven just yeah. on earth you're here so. Uh, and then sad news woke up to it this morning. Let's talk about it real quick. Bill Paxton. This rest in peace. There are a few. Not that I was like crying about this death. Obviously, right. it's very sad. But the fact that he wasn't, he didn't have any major diseases. Nope. He wasn't. It was. This was just. Straight this was something that nowhere. was like a hundred percent avoidable. Yeah, it seems like. Like just, somebody goofed. And yeah. now this... he probably I, I, All I saw was complications with surgery, and what that usually means is an infection. Wow. Like, uh, the wound or whatever was closed up incorrectly, and he got sick. Sepsis is what happens usually after that. Sepsis is, like, my greatest fear. As a guy who shits a lot, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's really hard for me to hold it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, I feel like if I'm holding are, my shit for, like, a half hour, it's like, Are you like, scared oh there's God. something rotting inside you? Yeah. And you're going to get something. Well, no, no, not like that. I just feel like it's going to, I'm going to burst. 
and the and I feel like it's it, uh, there's a ninety percent chance that in you know thirty forty years that's what happened. If I go suddenly and they say complications, I promise it was sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> so Bill Paxton passed away. He leaves behind just a crazy body of work, dude. Twister, Tombstone, True Lies. True Lies probably being my favorite performance of his because he's so fucking funny in it. Right. Um, but of course, I think most people, when you hear a Bill Paxton quote, it's usually Aliens? game over, man. Yeah. Like iconic, iconic. That's in Hudson. probably in the top hundred, like most qu- quoted like, iconic lines you, of dialogue. I bet in you any if we pull up ever. the AFI top one hundred movie quotes, it's somewhere. It, it may, maybe top twenty five or something. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, he was a very true, sad true legend in this industry. R.I.P. And even up until recently, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. He was great. In Dude, Edge of, Edge of Tomorrow has to be one of the most underrated 100%. movies of the past I think it's like, on two or three years. Most lists of like year end lists were yeah. like. Why the fuck didn't this make five hundred million dollars? For real. And then what's up with the title? Uh, it's like it, they had to change it. Yeah, the the manga is originally called Live all you, No, oh. all, all you need is kill. <laughs> and they they were like, that's a stupid title. Yeah. No one's gonna see that. Right. And so yeah, they had the live die repeat thing, and then they had. But edge, now it's called live die repeat. It's called edge of tomorrow colon live die repeat. That's so weird. It's so dumb. It's so bizarre. And edge of tomorrow literally sounds like. A soap opera. It does. So, I don't know. He's great in it. Yeah. Bill Paxson. Very, gonna be missed. Irreplaceable. For sure. In this industry. Uh, so, yeah. Let's move on to news. Moving on to news. Roll it. News. So, as it is with every Real Deal episode, we're going to start off talking about the Batman. Uh, you, I don't know if you can imagine how sick... I am, and Alec is, of this bullshit. Which is fucked up, because I love Batman. Everybody loves Batman, but no, mo- nobody loves... Nobody loves bullshit. Nobody loves getting the runaround. And the whole world's getting the damn runaround. They're blues-traveling us. Straight up. Why you gotta give me the runaround? I don't know. Oh, the hook to sure brings fire away you back. To keep things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Matt Reeves signed... Sealed, delivered, he's ours. On the dotted line. He is directing the Batman. For sure. Oh, God. Put a stamp on it, period, at the end. He's directing it. Now, coming with that, there was a lot of speculation, up until, I think, Friday, a lot of speculation if Ben Affleck would be involved because his name is nowhere in the press release that Warner Brothers put out. So, for like a day, people were like, oh, Ben's gone. And people, just straight up gone altogether. Yeah, people were saying like, so supposedly there was some uh, conflict like at the meetings where Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers and probably Ben Affleck were like yelling at each other, like wow. actual yelling at each Holy other. Holy shit! In the job interview, so people were like, "Is are there is there a clash of vision right. where Matt they want Matt, but Matt wants this and Ben wants this?" So there's a clash of vision. That's where the talks. Uh, broke down a couple weeks ago. Well, the vision has been the problem thus far. Yeah. So an outsider's so, perspective is is much needed. So this is what we were talking about. Like, did Matt Reeves sell out, take the check, and is going to do their vision? Or did he say, give me what I want or I'm out of here? Yeah, or did Warner Brothers acquiesce and are just like, well, what we're doing isn't working. Yeah. This guy has made... Shit I, I didn't, that rocks. I didn't realize he made um, Let Me In. 
the remake of Let I the never right saw one. the remake. It's, Love the OG. It's clearly, it's obviously not yeah, as good yeah. as the original, but it's not bad. It's huh. like, I think it's in a, in the 70s on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. So it's like an admirable remake where okay. you're not pissed when you're watching yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So he made that, and I didn't know that. So That's interesting. Um, so yeah, he's he's on there. Um, and then Second think, draft of the movie? Well, Thursday, uh-huh. Ben Affleck tweeted uh, a picture of him in the Batsuit uh-huh. looking at some screens in the Batcave, <laughs> and it said, uh, welcome at Matt Reeves to the Batcave. Okay. So he's in. Yeah. There you go. Presumably. Where he's... Uh, temporarily. temporarily. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. who knows, right. like, maybe Matt Reeves this thing is, is a, not This thing's stay. insane. So I, I don't fucking... I'm, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. How do you feel? Uh, well, our next piece of news, I think, correlates. I, I'm going to say positively. something that will correlate to this. Yeah, maybe not positively, but okay. yeah. So we'll just move on. All right, Nightwing solo film announced, directed by Lego Batman's Chris McKay. I'm so fired up. I'm psyched on this. Finally, yes. Some fucking representation of this amazing character, and not by uh. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from Batman Forever, which I'm a pretty high key fan of Batman Forever, right. uh, where he's like, he's in the bat. Chris O'Donnell's in the Batcave with Val Kilmer, and he's like, "What's a good super superhero sidekick name? Batboy, Nightwing. I don't know. What do you think?" Uh, and <laughs> he's fucked. Uh. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I wasn't as big a fan of Lego Batman as you were. I had a blast. I think... You gotta look at it like airplane for Batman. Yeah. Also... That sentence legit disgusts me. I know. I know it does. But at the end of the day, while it is for us as Batman fans, it's for for children. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck about children. I know you don't give a fuck about children. And... You know, there's a lot of things that children won't understand in that movie, sure. but it's a kid's movie. It is. And I also saw it alone. You had nothing to bounce off of. I had no, like, yeah, exactly. So I think maybe that contributed. I was also tired. I, there was, like, a section of the movie I fell asleep in. We'll see. But I still didn't. This isn't This isn't a fair. Oh, I still didn't guy. like what I saw, though. That's fucked up. So You didn't have fun at all? I thought. All right, so you know in the credits, the opening scene, like where they're showing the logos. Black. Yeah, that. And he's and he's reading all the. Yeah, I was chuckling. And then it kept going. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I loved it. Is this two hours of this? Yes, and and it is. I was chuckling, and that's that. I get that because sometimes you watch shit like scary movie, and you're like, man, I wish that there was like some kind of real yeah basis here. Except scary movie is way better than Lego Batman. Uh, whatever, dude. Scary Movie Three is way better than Look, Lego. It's Batman. all it's all just fucking parody art. I got you. This Lego and Batman is a is a par- is a great parody. Okay, had well, a great time. Whatever. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing. Yeah. So here are the things that scare me mm-hmm. about them announcing a Nightwing movie so close to there being all this turmoil with yeah, Batman. Yeah. Are I'm, they just trying to save face? Like, well, I'm wondering. Are they introducing Nightwing now so that Ben Affleck can get out of being Batman? That's an interesting thought, but they I don't... Make, they make a Nightwing movie, they make a Batman movie with Ben Affleck, then the second Batman movie is Nightwing. is yeah. Dick taking over yeah. Batman. 
That's definitely possible, but I feel like maybe what if Matt Reeves was like, check this out. I want to bring Nightwing in. Yeah, I mean maybe. Uh and and like set up that and they were just like, "Whoa. You're that's in." A, that doesn't happen in 2 weeks though. It could you never know. A lot, dude, in a week he went from I'm yeah, doing the movie, I'm not doing the movie, I'm doing the movie. They don't they they don't greenlight They're not a, dude, they, they're they not smart. They don't greenlight a movie and and get a creative team off an an interview not an interview but a, they, a meeting that happened a week dude, ago. They're so desperate for good press that if something happens to come together and there, there's some idea, they're gonna fucking follow up on it and make it happen as soon as Which possible. Is insane. That's Which why is we're getting why a all these city sirens. Exactly. That's why we're getting Suicide Squad. It's too. fucking crazy. So, the good part. Yeah. Nightwing is an amazing character. Mm-hmm. The thing that will be really interesting is if Dick Grayson is in the Batman, mm-hmm. what kind of relationship they're going to have. Yeah. Are they going to be estranged over the death of Jason Todd? Right. Are they... Um, what, I'm, what I really like in movies, some of my favorite movies have this in it, is um, father-son relationships. Yeah. I like movies that have... Uh, conflict but then you know they come together at the end kind of thing like October Sky is a, a really good like Dear John <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Dear John no but that's a, that's a Channing Tatum movie right? yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing let's talk about Dear John for a second Dear John is a Nicholas Sparks movie uh-huh. so you're going into it like oh god I'm just gonna see some notebook some lovey dovey crap notebook's good though notebook's good I don't there's no Nicholas Sparks story that I dislike <laughs> <laughs> but uh Dear John is secretly a father-son movie. Mm. And you you kind of slowly learn that, and it's awesome. Okay. Like the Dear John letter, is it, that's an expression for like a breakup. But in this instance, I'm going to spoil this movie. I, it's fucking like eight years old now, who cares? It's actually a letter from his father, who is like uh, on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. And dude, it fucks me up. That movie fucked. I only seen it one time, but like it was, I was it's like, enough. man, that was it's good. That, that, was, that was good. Yeah. So what I like are those father son stories. <laughs> yeah, like Dear John. Like Dear John, <laughs> for instance. Uh, I want to see that dynamic. Yeah. There's a great moment in a story that a lot of people love that I don't care for because because it has too many things that I don't like in it, and it's uh, Nightfall. Nightfall's awesome. It's. Pretty quintessential '90s crap, yeah, well, but it's whatever. it's uh, crap that kind of rises to the surface. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't hate it, but there's a good moment at the end where um, Bane's been defeated, they uh, Azrael's been defeated, mm-hmm. but Dick says to Bruce, "Why didn't you ask me to yeah. be Batman? Why'd you ask this psycho?" Yeah, and um, Bruce says, "Sometimes that's just how things are with fathers and sons." Yeah, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. If, if there's any sprinkling of that in in these movies, I'm fucking. But crazy. how do you establish that now? Like without the without seeing the backstory. Like obviously you can do that in mm-hmm. in, in Nightfall. Um, well, but, yeah, there's but like, there's yeah. there's so much context that they have to establish. Exactly. There's like ten years of him being exactly. Robbed. We have to show yeah. you and know that's the, his 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 transition to and that's Bloodhaven. the problem with that's the problem with DC doing all this shit. Exactly. Is, is they they're not doing origin stories, which I get. Like in some cases I'm down with no origin story. There's a there's a there's a huge plus side to skipping exactly. Dick Grayson as Robin. Yeah. Because you just like the people that know will know and it'll yeah. be like fuck this is awesome. Plus people have just have been waiting for night. Yeah, exactly. But uh you're right, there's like 
you have to establish the father-son relationship. And I think you and there's can, a lot there. You can do it. And you can do it in the Batman by by making them by having just one scene where they're like where Dick is basically like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. fuck you, blah, yeah. blah, blah. This is why I haven't come back to Gotham mm-hmm. in X amount of years, you know, kind of thing. That yeah. If they yes. That would that's a perfect perfect way to do it. Yeah. So if you're listening, Matt Reeves, <laughs> Ben, Mr. Warner, Mr. Brother, just give us some little taste. Okay. Yeah. Cause they're gonna if if they're announcing this Nightwing movie, Nightwing's gonna be in the Batman. Yeah. So I think so. If it's just a quick camera, Especially with the little uh Jason Todd yeah. homage in, exactly. in uh Batman vs Superman. So in addition to that dude being announced as uh the director, mm-hmm. I didn't put this on our notes, but the guy who wrote the accountant. I see, yeah, that's it. awesome. The accountant Dude, the accountant is bad. I don't know why that movie did not make way more money. It's fucking sick. What a crazy premise. It's crazy. This the ending is so satisfying. Yeah, I cried movie. at the end. Let's just go watch the accountant. One day we'll or, do a Yeah, that'd be sick. I I love Do a Ben Affleck super show. I loved the accountant. The accountant is amazing. Uh so yeah. Get your shit together and make a good Nightwing. Because I think Nightwing, what is really cool about Nightwing is he can go anywhere in the DC universe. Absolutely. He's the leader of the Teen Titans. So if you don't want to make a cyborg movie, mm-hmm. make a Teen Titans movie yeah. and throw Cyborg in there. If you uh if you really do if Ben Affleck really does want to not be Batman, uh you could do a Batman movie with Dick as Batman and you can introduce Damien, Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. Because if you've never read Batman and Robin, it's like I think it's like twenty issues. It happened right after the death of Batman after Final Crisis. Mm-hmm. Grant Morrison wrote it. No, probably the number one of my generation best Batman writer. Um, it's just got all the freak villains. It's disturbing. It's sick. It's funny. Dick would be a, like kind of a breath of fresh air. I think it's what yeah. people would want because he was a funny Batman, mm-hmm. um, or he he was a Batman that had like wit to him. So if that's what they want to do eventually, I'm definitely on for board sure. With that. Um, it's, anything is possible now with with Nightwing. In the right, picture. but I want more. I want more Ben, and that's, no, my, that's my concern. I do too, and I think I think maybe that is is a thing that'll make him stay. Maybe. Well, he needs. What will make him stay is a good Batman movie. Right. If the Batman crushes it and doesn't hurt his confidence, because I think that's what's the problem is yeah. his confidence is like hurt. He's been on such a oh, hot dude, streak. It's, the last it's 10 gotta years. be shaken. So. Yeah. I wonder where, what are they gonna do with with the Batman? Is it gonna be Joker and Deathstroke? That's it, or or are they gonna do like Red Hood? Because we've we've I obviously seen. Swear to God, if they do Red Hood, just listen to me, Warner Brothers. Don't do it. <laughs> you already. I'm sick of Jason Todd mostly. Yeah. Because when spoilers, if you haven't played, uh, what was the last one? Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah. If you haven't played that. Whatever, don't. Yeah. Second, well, well, no, no, no. it's great. It's fine. The game's amazing. When they reveal that Jason is the Arkham Knight, yeah. I'd stop. Literally stopped playing. Yeah. Cause. Cause well, yeah. You obviously you're gonna know. You know. That's it's just I'm sick of him. Yeah. Is my point. I don't need any more of him. It was kind of like. Uh, yeah, but that's a, it's such an interesting story. And no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's yes, it is. I, I don't Red care. sick. Uh, and then that gives that gives you way for Tim Drake Robin, who's awesome. I'm down. For, I think Tim Drake was the best Robin. Uh, I do. As like as Robin. Yeah. 
Okay. But I get it. I'm si- I'm just sick of it. There was like I compare it. I've talked about this with some friends before. I compare it to when Wolverine was in ev was in every X Men team. Right. I love Wolverine. I don't need him on every team. Right. And on top of that, the character of Wolverine would not be on that many teams. No. He's not a team player. He'd be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, there's just some oversaturation of Jason Todd, Red Hood shit. I don't want to see it, is my point. I get it. But, but you also don't really like Hush that much? No, I love Hush. Okay. What it was wasn't that? that me. It was Nate. Oh. Nate a, didn't like Hush. What a stupid... He doesn't like, he doesn't like Superman. Doesn't like Superman. Doesn't, doesn't like, like Hush. Hush. What a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Matt, if this movie was just Matt Damon as Hush... Or, or I, my fan cast was Leo... That's, That's a good too. Yeah, because Matt Damon has, that would that there's would almost too much, be funny. There's too much like <laughs> yeah, but it should be because because it's like they're so no. close and Hush is so obsessed with Bruce Wayne. You know? Yeah, but there's too much of real life seeping into the story. That sounds in awesome. a bad way. Like like where you almost. don't where where if you, you were watching that where if you were watching that you would see Ben Affleck and Matt Damon next to each other, not Matty D Bones. Yeah, not Thomas and and Bruce yeah, next to each okay. other. Okay, I get it. But if you had Leo. I want to see Leo do more villain shit. I agree. Cause but he just doesn't have to. No. You know? He doesn't have to do anything. Now he got his... He got he's his got gold. his Oscar. Yeah. He's, he's still wow, swagging on the second on piece of news. All right, you want... Let's, well, let's this was it. a big one. This was huge. Yeah. Because it came out of fucking nowhere. It did. Like, oh, here's this enormous thing that is going to happen. Yeah. Basically, everything else, like Aquaman aside, mm-hmm. has been done. You know? Well, it's been done, and it's also in, like, peril. Yeah. Nightwing is Nightwing. uncharted territory, mm-hmm. and it's awesome uncharted territory. Yeah. and it gives Speaking them a ch- of uncharted, what a segue. There you go. Hit me. Well, you hit me, because you're a fan of the game. Okay. I have never played the game. Joe Carnahan. Name is everywhere. Yeah. Announced that the uncharted script with a, uh, a hard R rating in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, has some of the craziest action scenes he's ever written. Now, Uncharted, something I put off playing for my video game heads, put off playing for years because I knew that one day I would just play them all in a row. You would binge it. I would binge it. Just got a PS4, bought the collection, and bought the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Heard the fourth one was amazing. Or the, Was the collection remastered from yes. PS3? Okay. It, yeah, they look good, but like... Once you see the fourth one, it's like, okay, yeah. whatever. First one, I was like, wow, that was really fun. Second one, knocked my socks off. Mm-hmm. Third one was pretty good. Fourth one, top five best games I've ever played. Really? Uh, and it, it feels like playing an Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, it, it, it is a movie. Mm-hmm. It's movie ready. So the every all the pieces are there. So this kind of this one is like, well, if you do manage to fuck this up, you f- fucked up, right? Because <laughs> it's it's all there. Well, you don't they, even really need to do anything. That's what they said about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but then they changed everything. Yeah, but they the they, first two Assassin's Creed games, no, the first three, are like incredible. Yeah, and those, Steven Spielberg has said that those are his favorite games because of the story. Really? And then they changed the story. It's just <laughs> it's the stupid. Ma- it's just the Matrix. Pretty much. But there's more. Yeah, there's more to it, though. But, yeah, it's similar. But, yeah, Uncharted. Very deserving mm-hmm. of a great movie adaptation, especially the story of the fourth one. Shannon's a big fan. She keeps trying to 
get me to play it. I'm like scared of open world games. It's not. They're not open world. They're not. They are extremely linear. But isn't there? Don't you have to like look for shit? No. no There's if you want to like, collect like the trophies, uh, but it is like overwhelmingly linear. That the to only some the only open world games I've made it through are the Batman ones because I have an inherent interest. Yeah, in no, those, I know. This is not anywhere near that. Those fuck me up. The, the stories are like eight hours long. Okay. They're, well, then maybe I'll play it. They're short games. Just get to the fourth one, and you'll be so glad you did. I'll just read the plot synopsis of the other ones, and I'll just play That's the fourth one. That's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. There's, there's so many. There's like real deal, like movie quality. Real deal. Oh, wow. shit. All right. That was good. That's just like this. Yeah, let's <laughs> cut on that fire. for sure. <laughs> no, that's saying it. There's real deal, like movie quality characters. Okay. That have a ton of development. Mm-hmm. So do pay some respect, dude. All right, all right. Joe Carnahan Joe is doing a lot. He is. He's writing the X-Force script. Fucking A. That is crazy. Is that, and that's is that going to be right after Deadpool 2 or what? I think so. I wow. think that's following up Deadpool 2. Is there any other information for who's involved? or? Uh, the one thing the I saw is? was um, Homegirl Stark. Arya. Arya. Yeah. She's going to be Wolf's man. It, wow. So... I I'm curious what the lineup's That's gonna cool. be. Yeah, like they can do anything. Deadpool. We know that Cable. they like pulling from like obscure characters. So. Well, I think they're gonna do like a legit '90s X Force team. That's I think cool. it's gonna be like Sunspot, Domino, Warpath, uh, Cable. Obviously, they're gonna put mm-hmm. Deadpool in it, and then I don't know. I don't know who else. Wolfsbane, I guess. Looking then, forward to it. Sunspot was a favorite of mine yeah. when I was a kid. I like Warpath a lot. So, um, I, I bet you, I'm wondering if it's going to be rated R also. Guaranteed. They're going to keep that universe I think, yeah. like that. Cause it's it's going to be like the, the Max universe. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Good shit. Dude. Which is sick. Straight up. What's up next? Toy Fair. Oh. Last week. We're getting into some real dorky shit here. And I'm a big, I'm a big toy head. I don't yeah. have that many because I'm... I don't literally, but it's, but it's exciting to see them for the first time, you know. Yeah. So first, let's get this out of the way. I'm a I'm a Pop Toys hater. Oh, dude, I don't get it. The Funko Pop Toys. There's a couple that I like because they like look like that. Yeah. But I don't need no every fucking movie. They suck. No. I'm a huge Hot Toys fan. Yeah, Hot Toys. Are, well, I just can't afford anyone. <laughs> I think I'm gonna buy one soon though. What are you gonna do? Which one? I don't know. There's Jared Leto. Fuck no. J- Jared Leto Joker one. <laughs> I want. I want the uh, Winter Soldier Captain America. Dude, suit. That, that's the because one. that when they so at the end of when they did Heroes Reborn, I think it was at the end of Siege mm-hmm. when Steve decided to stay. He like became Steve Rogers' agent of Shield, right. and Bucky stayed Cap. He put that suit. That was his suit. Right. That is in Winter Soldier. I think that suit is bomb. That's like Beautiful. the best suit. That was that was I think that was one of the 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 first like hot toys that I ever saw where I was just like I need to own this. My friend Joe has a Kylo Ren, and it's That's sick. fucking sick. So what are they like three four hundred dollars? They go something? they vary in price. So like the the lesser known ones you can get for like one eighty one fifty. The baller ones they sell a they sell like out bucks. they sell it immediately yeah. and b oh no they're not those are prime one toys are like eight hundred okay. bucks. That that uh, Dark Knight Returns statue. That uh, I posted, yeah. That's a prime. That's like a Japanese company. Eight hundred bucks. That's fucked up. So, at these toy conventions, uh, companies will premiere toys that are upcoming for upcoming movies. Mm-hmm. So, this wasn't confirmed really until now. Ares is going to be the main villain in Wonder Woman. Interesting. And they showed the toy for him. 
uh, just really cool. Uh, David Thulis. Professor Lupin. Professor Lupin. He was on the Dirty Little Werewolf. He was on the cast list. Uh, No one knew who he was playing. So a lot of people are saying he's going to be Ares. Cool. So great actor. Great actor. Love him. Very sad when he died. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. And his wife. Right next to him. Yeah. Beautiful. Crushing. Beautiful. I'm going to reference this later also, <laughs> by the way. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that. Wonder Woman has a lot riding on it, just mm-hmm. like Suicide Squad did. Suicide Squad did not fail. Uh, did not. No, I think both Wonder Woman and Aquaman are really going to knock our socks off. I hope we've, so. We've said this several times. Though. I really hope so. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Good shit, dude. I'm psyched for that. Logan confirmed post credit scene. What do you think it is? I think they already hinted Mr. Sinister yeah. in the last. So, like, Apocalypse. what was that about? Like, where where does that fit in? I don't know. So James Mangold said Mr. Sinister is not in Logan. Brian Singer said he was. But what the fuck is Brian Singer has nothing to do with Logan? Yeah. So I think Mr. Sinister is maybe an X Men Supernova thing. Okay. But. I don't know what could. Po- I wonder. I'm wondering. Because that was in that timeline. Right. I'm wondering if we're gonna get Cable. Because that picture, Pierce Brosnan uh, and Hugh oh Jackman, Pierce and Hugh. And I wonder Hugh. if we're gonna get like a scene where Logan's time traveling in, in the Lo- in the Logan <laughs> oh, timeline. Shit. Yeah. Oh fuck. Because the next release is going to be Deadpool two. Yeah. For the X universe. Wow. So I'm curious if that's what it's gonna be. That'd be crazy. That'd be nuts. I'm just sitting here. I, I, I'm, I'm just one, sitting here, like, deep in, so deep in thought right I'm now. trying to think of what other reason Hugh Jackman, Pierce Brosnan, and We're Ryan Reynolds together. would be together. Unless Pierce Brosnan's Mr. Sinister, which would... That would be sick. Which would oh, make sense. Oh, that would be so yeah, sick. which would make sense. Wow. That would be great. So, I don't know. The, that would make much the, more the sense. The press screenings that have been happening this week... No post credit scene, uh-huh. which they don't, which they usually do. That's smart, yeah. yeah. So, we'll find out this Thursday. Good shit. Or Wednesday if we win that contest. Yeah, we're entering some draw for a contest. Yeah, to see if it. the uh, contest uh, holders are listening, <laughs> uh, let us win. It would be cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that's it for news. That's it. Want to fucking all right? So something we uh, we talked about a little bit. We, we want a fan cast Nightwing. Let's, Let's roll it. it. All right. First one, I know what you're going to say he can't do it mm-hmm. because he's in Black Panther. Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Okay. But he's he probably going to die in Black he can't Panther. Do it. You're right. He will. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably can do it. Okay. He's not old. No. He's in his what? He's mid, late 20s? Yeah. He probably. could play 25, 26. He was in Chronicle playing a high schooler, and that was not that long ago. Right. So. Uh, he's got the look. Yeah, he's got the fucking talent. He's got the body. He's got the body. He's bodied he's, up. See, what's funny was reading about people like, man, whoever plays Nightwing, they gotta have his ass, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, they have to have that '90s. Very ass. specific about Nightwing's ass. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Michael B. Jordan, probably a great ass. Mm-hmm. Sure, but that would be a good pick. Right. I I would love that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, who's your first one? Uh, Logan Lerman. Who the fuck is Logan? He Lerman? is the the scaredy cat in Fury. 
Yeah. He's Percy Jackson also. And he's the, the main character in Perks of Being a Wallflower. That kid. He's young. He's young. He's 25. He looks like 19. He does. You're right. But that's cool. Yeah. That's a good pick. I would be. That might be a little too young for what they're going for. Well, but that would really give him room for a like legit father son. Exactly. Because think thing. about it, uh, Batman is supposed to start being Batman when he's twenty five. Yeah, he find and then he and then joins j- up with Robin when he's 10, 11 years like old, that. something like that. So, generally, Batman is like when New Fifty Two started, he was twenty five. I'm yeah. pretty sure, and then Batman is perpetually thirty. Right. So this Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman, is mid forties. Mid forties. So you want to say there's like a fifteen year gap in age. That Dick would be. Dick would be around about thirty, as Nightwing. Sure. But I, but I would say probably between twenty five and thirty five is fair. Okay. Yeah, that's what all it's my fair picks game. are. So yeah, that's on the younger side for sure. But then then you can age Barbara Gordon somewhere. In yeah, there no, exactly. As well, and then Tim Drake could be a teenager. Tim, Tim Drake. That's, that's the, here's the problem. Person being a wallflower kid looks like a fucking teenager. You can't have another Robin because they'll look the same age. Well. Unless you get an actual kid. Okay, so this movie's not coming out for two years maybe. Right. So he'll be in his late 20s by then. You get him jacked, that'll make him look older. I, I don't, I don't you know. You grow if, his hair out. He's got the face, the fa- he's got a baby you're right, face. You're right, he does. I think that they could do that on the contingency. On the, whoa, on in on the contingency that maybe there's no other Robin. Okay, I buy that because it would just look like I don't they're, think they're going to introduce they would look Tim Drake anyway. No, for a long time. No, if they I do. do. Yeah. All right. What's your number two? My second pick. I'm not like psyched about, mm-hmm. but I feel like is something that's possible. Is okay. Miles Teller? Fuck Miles Teller. Yeah. I feel like that is a direction that they might go. You're supposed to like Nightwing. You're yeah. supposed to like Dick Grayson. He's he is a performer. Like he's right. He's an acrobat. He's right. A, he, he's supposed to have charm to him. Yeah. But he's like probably like the hottest actor under thirty right now. Is he? Yeah. I don't like him. I love him in Whiplash. That's different though. Yeah, because you like kind of don't like him. Yeah. Uh, like his douchiness plays to that. Yeah. Um. But I just I just see it as something hmm. being possible. Okay. Interesting. I wouldn't be like thrilled. Yeah. But I just feel like it might happen. All right. Huh. What's your second one? My second one is uh Ben Barnes played Logan in Westworld. In Westworld. That would be that would be fantastic. He looks looks exactly, exactly like him. Exactly. Yeah. How you think he should. That look. would be a great pick. He's a little older. I think he's... Uh, he could... He, if he shaves, he's 25. Yeah. He's like 37. Done, no. He doesn't look 37. Yeah. That's a fantastic pick. The problem is, similar to Michael B. Jordan, he is playing Jigsaw in Punisher. Right. It might be a different deal with, with, with Netflix. Yeah, but I also think the way that um, Marvel as a whole... Deals with like the, a no. Well, no, no. Marvel as a whole deals with their villains really poorly. Yeah, exactly. Where they just straight kill them. Right. Like you're never gonna eat cottonmouth. So they back. could no, too. Unfortunately, I know. No. So they could just toss him out. So Jigsaw will probably die first season, and he'll be out of his contract. He's definitely gonna blow up I think in the so. next couple of years for sure. Um, Great character, but he's he's 
even though you don't like his character in Westworld, he's a douche. Yeah. He's charming. Yeah, yeah. And I he's got the look. He's He he's is the look. Yeah. He yeah. looks exactly like If you've seen um, with the hair, the line the witch in the wardrobe, he's Prince Caspian. I haven't seen that. Clip. I haven't seen it either, but I've seen. <laughs> I've, I haven't seen it. I've seen. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the, the other ones where he's. I don't watch it. Christian propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the poster with long hair. Oh, okay. And he looks sick. Okay. So this was also ten years ago, but. Gotcha. Yeah. Here's my third pick. Somebody who I know can physically handle it. Mm-hmm. Has done a comic book movie before. Is no stranger to this kind of idea. Okay. Uh, would probably have to dye his hair. Okay. Taron Egerton. I've seen his name around, yeah. You have? Yeah. For In talks for this role? Oh, not in talks, but of... Just of, like, oh my like God. Like, wish lists. That's good. Yeah. He should be on everybody's. Dude, Kingsman... How old is he? He's young. Like 26, yeah. maybe? 25? He's bodied up, too. Kingsman is one of my favorite movies of the decade. Yeah. Straight up. The church fight scene... Is one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and he—he's not even in that. He's not in that. No, 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 of course. But you can't say that he's not one of the best parts. No, he can best def- things in this movie. He can definitely. Dude, he's do legit doing all the parkour shit himself. I know, but he's not the best part of that movie. No, I'm saying he's yeah. one of the best parts. Yeah, of the movie. I got you. He's—it's not like he's not carrying it in any way, you know. Okay. By the end, it's you—you're rooting for him. You love him. Uh, I think he would be a great pick. He's oozing with charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh, good looking kid. Good looking kid. He might be too short compared to Ben. Yeah, Ben Affleck's tall. He's as tall, fuck. so they might need to get somebody sizable. You need to be like, you don't want to. You don't want a Nightwing that'll stand shoulder to shoulder with. No, ben. you want one who's like two or three inches, like a head, short. maybe even a head shorter. Really? Like, he might be a head shorter than Batman. Could work, dude. He is a legit like physical. Yeah. Specimens. Yes, he's yeah. he can. He's, he's an athletic dude. He's very athletic. Like and if all, he was doing parkour, all the parkour shit is real. That's all him. And that is a big deal for Nightwing. Nightwing is like supposed to be the most. He's a fucking acro. He's a legit acrobat. He is the most agile person in the DC universe. Right. So yeah, that's a good pick. Thank you. Thank My you pick so is one hundred percent would never happen probably. <laughs> but that's why we're doing this. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is mine. My last. That's one. great. He's too, he's too old. He's thir- well. He's only thirty six. I looked it up. He's thirty six. Not that old. They could make it. They could pull him off as thirty. He's got a baby face. Yeah. If Man, you, that would be awesome. If you think about his look in Prisoners, where he had that long slicked back yeah, hair. Yeah, it's the same. I think Jake Gyllenhaal needs to be in a superhero movie. I agree, and this would be the perfect fit if he wasn't playing some kind of villain. Sure. Um, dude, imagine if Jake Gyllenhaal, and this would be sort of poetic. Because of Brokeback Mountain. Oh. If jo- Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal was the Joker. That would be beautiful. Think about him in Nightcrawler. Wow. Oh, yeah. What a piece of shit. Dar- he, he Amazing. Like, lost so much weight. He yeah. looked, his face looked scary. He would be a great night. I take I take this pick back. I don't want Jake Gyllenhaal to be you Joker. Want to be... Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, I, I really want Jake Gyllenhaal in a superhero movie. I think... I think He's an amazing actor. He really figured himself out in the past, like, 15. Oh, yeah. Like, Brokeback Mountain on. Yeah. It was like, all right, I'm sick. Bubbles, Bubble Boy with Standing. Bubble Boy's great. Yeah. First time I ever heard the term uh, Punani. Punani. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if he's not Hal Jordan, if he's not uh, Joker, whatever, right. I, I need Jake Gyllenhaal 
in a superhero movie. Yeah, I think it'll happen. And if he does become Batman, he's got the jaw for it. Fucking, uh, yeah. <laughs> he does. All right, that's the end of our fan cast. Send us what you think. Uh, so, moving on, I'd just like to say that I'm now uh, two episodes deep in being one, the one, reigning. One episode. We... Uh. The first one we decided was a draw. I, but I feel like my win in the second episode and your... Uh, this is alternative facts. Your inability to, to conjure up a third movie under pressure All right. was retroactive in me winning. All right, guys, this is, uh, this is a segment called... Name that movie, which I'm the champion. Roll it. You start it. All right, I'll set it off. Here we go. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. Is it a horror movie? No, no, no. Okay. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. <laughs> 40 year old version. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was going to say Saw or something like that. No, I get that. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Too black, too white. To avenge their mother, they must unite. Four brothers. Fuck, yeah. I thought that was going to be harder for you. No. I don't fuck around, man. It's my favorite movie set in Detroit. Really? Yes. I love Four Brothers. That's a good movie. All right, ready? Yeah. The Last Man on Earth is Not Alone. <clears throat> the Last Man on Earth is Not Alone. It's That's like literally the plot of yeah. the movie. <laughs> the Last Man on Earth is Not Alone. Yeah. The last man on earth is not alone. That's the entire plot of the movie. Am I going to feel stupid when I find out what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. As as is the case with all of these? Yes. The last man on earth is not alone. The literal plot of the movie, like this is not the tagline. This is the plot. The last man on earth, he's not alone. <laughs> God damn it. We need to this come up, guy sucks. We need to come up with a segment that I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last man on earth. Last man on earth is not alone. So he's the last. Came out in two thousand seven. Sounds like the plot of why the last man no, no, is no. not. You are murdering the nard dog right now. Uh, the last man on earth. Give me a hint. There's a dog. What? There's a dog involved as well. That's not who the tagline is about. Oh my Just god! Just give it to me. I am legend. <sighs> The movie fucking sucked. No, nah, that movie's great. And he wasn't the last man on Earth. I know. He's not alone. <laughs> That's the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> no, the not alone is referring to the creatures. I know. But he's also but not But there's alone. a community of other survivors. He's not. Hence, he's not alone. His tagline fucking sucks. No, that was good. The movie sucks dick, too. <laughs> All right. This will be hopefully easy also. You will believe a man can ride his bike. You will believe? You will believe a man can ride his bike. Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Yeah, baby. God, I'm on fire. <laughs> All right, this one. If you don't get this, we should never, we do, shouldn't do this. <sighs> I'm going to throw it on purpose so I don't have to go through this again. Here comes the bride. Bridesmaids? Oh, my God. Runaway bride? No. Here comes the bride? Yes. Think broader. Here comes oh, the bride. Kill Bill. Yes. This guy. This one might be a little vague. You best. But if you break it down, you'll get it. 
Buckle up. This one might be a while. Live to tell the story. Forrest Gump? No. Live to tell the story. So Liv Tyler's in it. (laughs) Yes, it's the Hulk. (laughs) Live to tell the story. Green Mile? No. Tom Hanks is obviously in it. He's (laughs) nowhere near this movie. Uh, Live to tell the story. So break it down. What is it? What is the what does the tagline imply? Right. This guy this guy is narrating the story. And he lived. <laughs> Wait. Or this guy tells stories <laughs> as a profession? No. Live to, to tell, tell the story. story. There was some kind of ordeal yeah. that he had to get through in order to tell the story of maybe people who didn't get through it. Lone Survivor? Yeah. Wow. Now that you know, it's not as vague. Right. But it's but it's, when, it's pretty vague. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to you. There. So did we, or was that, I'm still the champion. Yeah. You, you win. Uh, once again, just low. I got all three. T- I, no, got, no, no. I got two. You got two? I got two. Yeah. The second The second one was bullshit. It was not bullshit. That was it was the tagline was not only like it has nothing to do with the movie. It is the entire movie. It's not the last man on earth not being alone. It's like that's how would you describe I am legend? Well, the last man on earth, he uh, he's not he's exactly not the last man on earth. He's actually not alone. To him he is. And There's at first a woman and a kid. The movie is proposed to you as this guy's the last man on earth, but he's about to discover that he's not alone. I am legend fucking sucked. <laughs> I, I enjoy. Yeah, I you you enjoy a piece of shit. All right, well, I'm obviously the champion. Right. Um, so let's let's do a top five, huh? So, should we roll it? Let's uh, our particular movie. Oh, uh, wonderful, wonderful film. Yeah. Uh, in particular, there was a shining star of a supporting actor. Fucking goddamn right. Who he didn't overshadow any of the other performances, no. but he definitely fucking killed it. So we're going to do a top five of... Uh, In honor of Lil Rel Howery <laughs> from Get Out, the true star of the film, who retweeted my tweet about him. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, we're doing movies where the supporting actor steals the show. Roll it. You start it. I'll start it off. Number five, Michael Keaton, The Other Guys. <laughs> Oh my God! Creep, creep. <laughs> yeah. Go chasing waterfalls, guys. <laughs> are, are you just quoting TLC? What? what? No, no. <laughs> don't, don't go. Ch- I I don't want no scrubs. I we talked about this when um, recently. I think the other guys, and you're gonna call me crazy, and most people do. Are you gonna say it's better than Seb Brothers? No, no, no. no. Okay. But it's it, to me, it's top tier. That era of Will Ferrell. Oh, 100 percent. From oh. It's it. That's his most underrated of, of the time. People, and honestly, people just don't. Honestly, Mark Wahlberg is the one that is funnier between the two of them. I agree. That movie is so fucking funny. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And Michael Keaton steals the show. Working at Bed Bath. <laughs> yeah, dude. He that's that was like his. He was gone for a while. Oh, that's that's his like coming back. And then party. Michael Keaton came back and yeah. slaughtered the other guys. Yeah, that's it. And then he slaughtered Birdman. And then he yeah. And then he made one of the like. Technically, yeah. best, best movies ever made. For sure. All right, what's your number? That's five? a great one. Thank you. 
uh, Alan Rickman as Professor Snape. So this is a cheat. Oh. So this is... I'm doing it for the whole series. Okay. Um, no, you're right. Because you don't realize until the end how how much how of, important of, yeah. uh, Snape is to the series. Yeah. And how subtle. And I wonder, I, 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 read, I read somewhere that J.K. Rowling told, told him everything. Told him the end before anyone else knew. Yeah, there were things where uh, directors and like producers would say, like, hey, do this. And he would have to say, no, my character wouldn't do that. Yeah, and he like, because he knew. He would straight up say, uh, no, uh, yeah. I wouldn't, Snape wouldn't do that. Sorry, I know more than you. Yeah. The, and that's so cool. The balancing act between having contempt for Harry while also protecting yeah. him. And then, like, yeah. that should have been my son. Yes. That's so heartbreaking. I'm, I have chills right now thinking yeah. about it. But you really, the, the last film, you really th- realize that the Harry Potter series is just as much Snape's story Dude, as it is Harry's. Absolutely. And the way uh, Alan Rickman plays, I'm going to cry. Yeah. The way Alan Rickman <laughs> plays him is beautiful. It's and always. And then when you, always. Always. Dude, I'll get that tattoo on my fucking forehead today. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you learn that Harry named one of his kids after yes. Albus Severus. Yep. Beautiful. And you and you really realize that Dumbledore's kind of a giant dick. Yeah, he uh he he kind of becomes the thing you think Snape is. Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah. Still Rick- still a great guy. Alan Rickman RIP. Yeah, I got Tom with you. All right, my number 4 is two people from the same movie. Okay. Hank Azaria and Alec Baldwin from Along Came Polly. Oh my god. <laughs> New man, you want to scuba? <laughs> and then the fucking. Uh, Are you a big Along Came Polly? Dude, I'm a big Along. I'm, That's a, I'm crazy, a big. Uh, I'm a big ACP head. Oh my god. Uh, the dude, the whole wedding scene in Along Came Polly. Uh-huh. Mazel, mazel, good things, good things. I say that twice a week. I thought you were gonna say Hank Azaria in uh, Birdcage for a second. No, no, no. Okay. Along Came Polly. All right. Uh, Phil, Philip Seymour often also steals the show, mm-hmm. but these two like small performances. Make this movie great. Okay, I need to rewatch it because I don't particularly remember that. It's fucking fantastic, straight up. Nice. This is kind of an obvious one. Uh, Christoph Waltz, Inglorious Bastards. I mean, yeah, obvious, but uh, well deserved. Makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, I don't really need to say much. Career making performance. Yeah, one hundred percent. No one knew who he was. It was like, okay, well, this guy's a star now. Yeah. Um, Don't need to say a lot about it. He's he just crushed it. I agree. Overshadowed the whole movie. One hundred percent. All right, uh, Joe Latruzio, super bad. <laughs> dude, dude, you should also put him in Pineapple Express. I forget what he's he does the teacher. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's a great guy, man. Yeah, He'll watch yeah, out yeah, for. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he. I mean, overall, and then and then like even I've only seen the first season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, he's great. Nick. But like, I'm just so glad that he's doing stuff. Yes, he's great he's, in Brooklyn. He's a great actor. Uh, but that like ten minutes that he's in in Superbad, <laughs> when he's got his hands on on his knees, he's like, when he asks if uh, Michael Sarah is this guy's brother, you really look like his brother. You do. You do. <laughs> I didn't even effing see you, yeah. man. <laughs> Stole the show to me. Y'all on MySpace? Or? You guys on MySpace? Or? Yeah, a, 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 a strangely dated joke. For, like, an otherwise yeah. not dated I mean, movie. he could have said Friendster or something like that. Yeah. That would have made it even worse. Yeah, that's true. Damn, that's yeah. a good one. Thank you. Yours are, like, yours are borderline cameos. Yeah, but, like, yeah. The, the be- some of the best parts of the movie. All right. Uh, that, got- my next two are not. 
I got this was hard for me. I I I threw my number three onto the honorable mentions and replaced it with a different one. Wow. So uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park. That's de- yeah. That's definitely like a supporting. Performance. Oh yeah, for sure. And that gif of oh, him that's my that's my most used shit. gif when anyone posts something on Twitter that I don't like or if I don't like something, I post the gif of Jeff Goldman walking, walking up to try to try Ceratops shit. Man, like, that's one big pile of shit. No, that yeah, that's uh that's another thing where it's like, man, really like this Jeff Goldblum guy, <laughs> like just because because of, oh, yeah. of that movie alone. Straight up. He does all these great impressions of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no. ever seen Jeff Goldblum scatting? What? Hang on. I'm going to play it on the show <laughs> for our listeners. This uh, particular clip is uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum on some kind, of <laughs> kind of late night talk show playing piano and scatting. <laughs> I'm a big Jeff Goldman fan. Me too. I think he's great. Great scatter, great actor. He's great in like all those Wes Anderson movies. And, yeah. Good choice. Uh, Jurassic Park. He's when he's like hitting on Laura Dern, when he's like using the water and shit. Uh, yeah. Good Love choice. it. My number two. My the, my next two are like legit like, re- le- okay. real things. Joe Pesci, Goodfellas. Oh yeah. Steals the show. Genius. His movie. He all, he does it in similar fashion in Casino. Yeah. Same kind of character. Yeah. Dude. Would have done it in uh, Jingle All the Way if he was if, if he, he was got, if he got to play uh, Sinbad's character. Was that a thing? He was originally cast as Sinbad's character. I'm glad, movie, he did. I'm glad he didn't. Honestly. Sinbad killed it. Yeah. Movie was produced by Chris Columbus, who directed Home Alone. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, but Sinbad, the break. That's that would honestly uh, maybe be an honorable. I'll know if you move because I, I got the ears of a snake. snake. Yeah, ciao, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the way, box, dude. That fucking song. Wait, something I need to address real quick about Jingle All the Way. When Booster is getting beaten up by a bunch of kids. Oh, I hear. I know what you're going to say. This is a, this movie's PG. Yes. A bunch of kids are beating up this big pink like furry guy played by Booger from. Uh... Revenge, Revenge, of Revenge of the Nerds. And a bunch of kids, one, they're beating him up and yelling things, and one kid says, we don't like you, fag. Can't believe it. In this PG Christmas movie. It's not in the subtitles or anything, but if you when you hear it, it's that's clearly what, audible. They're, what the kid is saying. Somebody instructed him, this kid, to say this. Or he just said it instinctively because he's a pile of shit, and... Whatever Probably. editor did not think that it was bad enough yeah. to edit out of a PG movie. One of the craziest like maybe slip ups. It, do you think it. maybe they intended it to be a darker movie? No. Just think about the premise. Yeah, I could getting I could, a toy for his kid. I could easily imagine that being an R-rated oh, comedy. Oh, baby! <laughs> oh, that is my ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this is my ball. <laughs> hey, wait, have we, did we talk about this on the podcast yet? No. We All didn't. right. Yeah. My favorite part of that movie is when Arnold grabs the belt, it, it grabs Jamie's uh, yeah belt, and says, "Wow, this is really cool." My favorite part is uh, that I'm not a pervert. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, not a, a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's uh, Goodfellas. Yes. 
definitely a supporting role. God, but, but God's here performance. His movie. Yeah. Career making. Did he win for that or for Raging Bull? I think he I won forget. for Goodfellas. No, wait. Did anybody win anything for Goodfellas? I think. I don't know. Joe Either Pesci way. won Best Supporting Actor for one of those right. two. Either way, he was like the king of supporting performances at the time. Oh, yeah. Still, I mean. Still the king. Still it, is. Yeah, for sure. All right, what's your Lethal number Lethal Weapon 3. Straight up. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, my number two. Two, yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to switch my one and two. Really? Yeah. You're just having to change your heart right yeah, now? Yeah, number two, Heath Ledger, The Dark Knight. Okay. And that one I like couldn't put on my list. Why? I don't know why. Too obvious? I don't know if it was too obvious, but it was just like I don't. I know he won the Oscar for mm-hmm. Best Supporting Actor, but for me, it was like he was top billed with Christian Bale. Well, I mean, he's. It was like that was a Christian Bale Heath Ledger movie. I'm not gonna argue with you and or take that like it was definitely well, here's the, here's, technically a supporting. Here's why it feels that way. If if the movie isn't a Batman origin story, the vo- the villains are are the movie. Yes, that's why Jack Nicholson is billed over. Michael Keaton, right. on top and of he asked on top of it. yeah, on top of being a bigger star, and then asking for uh, what three percent of 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 the character's gross forever, a gajillionaire yeah. from forever. What, for was that. that the deal? No, was I think, like, no, I think it was from film gross, not from the character's gross. I don't he's know not why. he's not making Dark Knight money. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's making. He's getting. Um, I'm gonna have to do some research because I feel like I read that sometime he that got, he owned like three percent of anything that the Joker is involved. in. I think he gets like. He basically gets like a door deal on, on the Batman eighty nine. He wow. gets a cut. That's wild. Of everything, so he'll get his appearance royalties, right. and he'll get and movie royalties. Just straight up like publishing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow, I that's think that crazy. I think that's what his deal is. It's a great deal. Genius. But uh, yeah, like it's a Batman movie, but the Joker overshadows him, so that's why I figured it. Yeah, no, no, no. You're, no, one's you're ta- right. no one's talking favorably about Christian Bale's performance in that movie. The movie's not called The Joker. Right. It's called The Dark Knight. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. got it. Go- great pick. My number one. I knew nothing about this movie mm-hmm. when I saw it. I didn't hear any of the Oscar buzz. Is it what it. I think it is? J.K. Simmons and Whiplash. Oh, I thought you were going to say Marshall Ali, but okay. No, but that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.K. Simmons and Whiplash. Crazy as fuck. Dude, this movie... Really rocked my world when I saw it. Was it's a it personal two, connection to it. Two years ago, absolutely. Two years ago, yeah, absolutely. Last it was cycle. like it was like watching this dickhead, uh, fucking conductor mm-hmm. talk to his drummer. It was like I've obviously never been in a fucking jazz band or anything like that, but that character just seems so real. Mm-hmm. And from like talking to people who have been involved in things like that, it is real. Like there's those guys who, who treat their performers that way. Yeah. And that, that, like, dude, s- that moment in the end when he realizes he's become he's found his his fucking his like perfect match mm-hmm. is so beautiful. That whole like that final scene is like ten straight minutes long. Yeah, and it's so sick. I'm excited what Damien Chazelle's gonna do next. Me too. I'm a I'm I'm like a I'm like a lifelong supporter now. I feel like. He's going to follow up on Nightwing? <laughs> <laughs> I know they already got a director. But yeah, well, get the fuck out of here. David Chazelle. All right. My number one. Maybe the basis of my comparison for any woman I ever meet. Marissa Tomei in My, my Cousin, Cousin Vinny. Vinny. 
She won the Oscar for that. She in a moment that Joe Pesci is overshadowed, big time. The last scene when she's on the stand describing the tires and everything. Yes, and she's like, she's like, it's a bullshit question because this car, blah blah blah. Like the performance is just Incredible, insane. Yeah, and I don't know. Like aside from her, she leapt into the hearts of millions that she day. She really did. George Costanza included. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just Marissa. think it's a. If I told you I loved you lately, <laughs> not in the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'm kind of engaged. <laughs> oh god, what a brutal episode! But uh, no, genius performance. Yeah. Super, I don't know, just super funny, and I'm super psyched that she's still working. I've never seen anything where I've been uh, disliked. Her in? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stupid love. Oh, that's hilarious. kind of a st- oh, show stealer. Oh, for, for sure. Her. Fantastic. For sure. Asshole. Yeah. All right. All right. That was a great top five. Yeah. Inspired I, by a breakout performance. I got a couple honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah no, I, I don't have any. Uh, Melissa me. McCarthy, Bridesmaids. Fantastic. She's the one that got Jeff Goldblum's spot. Or was going to oh, Jeff Goldblum's spot. Oh, okay. Ed Norton, Primal Fear. Cool. Tom Arnold, True Lies. <laughs> that's that's totally fitting. <laughs> what kind of sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? <laughs> no, I, I feel that for and sure. And then... Uh, just for good measure, I put Bill Paxton because sweet literal scene stealer. Yeah. So, all right. Good top five. Good top five. Let's uh, move on. Should to we the movie. talk about a, a particular movie? Real yeah, quick? we saw it. We saw it last night. A film called Get Out. Roll it. So get out. I I, I said this moments after seeing it. Mm-hmm. A masterpiece. We'll get out, get this out of the way. I think I I was asked this last night when I got home. Uh-huh. How many wide release movies have a one hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know if I can think of any. She asked me, and I go, "Hunt for the World of People had one hundred percent for a little bit, but it's not anymore. But not anymore." I said, "I'm Idiot. sure there's document documentaries that are, yeah, but as far as wide release, like a movie like film, this, I I said." Less than twenty, but yeah. I'm. It's probably less than five. Yeah. Um. The first fifteen minutes or so, I was definitely thinking like this has a hundred percent. It sets you up. Yeah. It sets and you then, up for a little gut punch. And then, uh, 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 all right. So let's let me preface this. We should have said this already. Spoil. If you, if you have not seen this, turn it off. Please fucking turn this off. I don't. We don't want to be the per- the people that spoil this for you, but we're gonna. If that's the crazy psychotic decision you make to keep listening, which if I had, that's seen some it, shit that he would do. I would definitely he, listen. He's to a it. sick freak, and I don't operate that way. Please turn it off. Come back to it. Enjoy the movie. If you've seen it, keep listening. We'll give you five seconds right now. Ready? They were all asleep. They were dreaming. <laughs> it was all in their heads. It was all in their heads. It was Jacob's Ladder. Uh, no, so movie opens kind of, not goofy, but it's just like, all right, this is. Yeah. It, and what's what's really great is it opens like a typical horror movie. Right. It opens like, kind of like uh, shit. Kind of like a cold open with just some shitty thing happening. Yeah. We were like, I wonder how much this is going to correlate later. Mm-hmm. And now, and then we learned that it was the fucking, the brother that mm-hmm. abducted that guy. Yeah. Shaved his beard. And somebody went into his fucking brain. Yeah. 
So, God, Get Out, pretty pretty hilarious premise. Oh yeah, black guy dating a white girl meets her parents who don't know that he's black, quote unquote. Yeah, don't know that he's black. Uh, when he gets there, and that's like a big concern of his, mm-hmm. like going to the suburbs, meeting this nice white right. girl's white family, and he's a black guy. Right. Relatable to black men everywhere. I'm to sure. Jordan Peele, married Jordan to a Peele. white woman. Yeah, Chelsea wrote Peretti. and directed the movie. And uh, so on top, right away, you have this r- really relatable, inherently sort of funny, mm-hmm. but also sort of dicey subject. Yeah. Um, like right away, the premise is great. And then you just see how freaky everything is mm-hmm. when he gets there. The dad, and I leaned over to Shannon when when the dad started <laughs> talking because my father-in-law, my father-in-law doesn't brainwash black people and right. turn them into to, um, vessels for right. old white guys to become them. Yeah. But he is super corny and funny. My man. Yeah. <laughs> How long has this been going on? This, uh, <laughs> this thing. I would have voted for Obama if he. Third term, yeah. He's... Apparently, that conversation is like something that inspired. Oh, really? That, the story. Re- that happened to him? It was him ta- Tim talking about uh, politics with somebody. Ah. Uh, that was like. like that, that, the, fl- the whole idea for the thing was flushed out. The whole idea that. is like. Trying to be cool with a exactly. black person, yeah, yeah. Like, like trying yeah. to like like changing the way you speak and, mm-hmm. and and your ideas. My man, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like the, immediately, I turn to Shay and go, "Is this Richard? Like, <laughs> did they did they come interview him first? But uh, no, it's it. Everything's just sort of on the surface spooky. Yeah. And and there's a lot of great setups for later, like the way um, uh, his girlfriend. Talks to his friend where the, the you know he, he's like put him on put oh, him on the phone yeah, yeah. and they're like kind of flirting because they establish that, that she is a this is a thing that she yeah. does she's a succubus or and I really this is super like subversive and you don't think about this until it happens later she wasn't she didn't want him to give the cop. His yeah, ID because of some like uh, social justice right. thing. In case he w- went she missing. Didn't, yeah, she didn't want the cop to have his ID so he didn't know his name. It's insane. Which is genius. Yeah. Like, it just completely. And then flips. in that moment, in that moment, you're like, okay, so she, like. She's he, chill. She's chill. And that just establishes this trust in uh-huh. her. Which you really question toward the end. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, We've already that was like the first twist, you know, yes. the, that her her being in on it. Mm-hmm. I called that as soon as it was revealed that her brother was in on it. I didn't think that. I thought that because I was like, there's no way this girl was being brought up in the same house where this thing seems to have been going on for so long and she was not aware of it. Unless there was some scenario where yeah. she was. That was my first That's thought. That's what it was I like, thought, too. It was like, oh, shit, is she being hypnotized yeah. constantly? When they showed the box of all the other guys she's lured into this trap, yeah. I was like, because when she was looking for the keys, it seemed so it seemed genuine so to me. so genuine, yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, does yeah. she do this every time? And then they hypnotize her into yeah. So, like... I'm glad they didn't do it that way. Yeah, like she was fucking pure. Because then that would have made her not culpable. And then I love the after the reveal that she just goes into being like a freaky white girl who eats Fruit Loops (laughs) 
dry from a cup while drinking fucking milk through a straw in another glass. Yeah. Amazing. Genius. Oh, God. Did she put up all... Cause yeah, they were all her. hanging up. Yeah, so she just did that yeah. while... Just that's like she's an extra sick freak. That's her ritual. She's like, she wants to look at her trophies, you know? You were one of my favorites. Sick bitch. Sick fucking disgusting piece of shit. Damn. Great... F- oh, my God, what a movie. I had such a, an amazing time. I, uh... So... When I saw the previews, I'm like, this is some, like, disturbing behavior type, uh... Just brainwashing. I yeah. thought I thought they were brainwashing. That's what I thought too. I thought they were brainwashing black people. They could have left it at just that, yeah, and, and I would have been like, "Oh man, that was into awesome. being quote unquote civilized or yeah. good or." But whatever. then the whole thing. Then we get the second twist about these old fucking rich motherfuckers are taking their bodies and becoming them, which adds. I said this yesterday. It adds a second layer of, of insane of insane racism to yeah. it, where. They're using they're, them. They're second. They, they're already considered second-class citizens, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, they're second-class citizens that they're now using as a vessel because they're admitting that they have greater physical attributes, some kind of physical superiority. Yeah, where he's like, "You're uh, when he, when the brother asks like you into MMA, yeah. he's also kind of testing him tested. like, like, can I take you? Or, yeah, can I use he, your body? And to... then he's like too brutal for me, and he smiles like. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see your golf swing. Yeah, exactly. I know yeah, Tiger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. And w- what's so genius about this movie is they take this really dark premise mm-hmm. and they make light of it. Yeah. Dude, Rod, the character. <laughs> he is everyone in the theater. Exactly. It's like, don't do this. Yeah. Don't go there. Get out of there. <laughs> There's so many, like, great moments with him. At, at first, you're like, man, obviously this guy's funny. Yeah. But then the way it's like every scene he's in, something else happens. Where and it like, gets funnier. And funnier. Dude, I was straight up rolling in my seat <laughs> at a certain point with him. Uh, the TS motherfucking A line oh, was obviously God. like I popped so hard. When he goes, he goes, "You're a detective. I'm TSA. We get the same sort of training. We might have better, better training, honestly, because we work with like terrorism and shit." <laughs> dude, the reveal of the airport. The uh, TSA car? Yeah. Oh, my that God. That was like... I thought it was going to be the cop I did the too. Beginning. I did, too. I did, and it was yeah. like, oh, my God, he's fucked. Thank and she God. And she was like, help, like, milking it. She turned... She, like... That smile when, she's, when he's choking her? Yeah. God, what a sick, twisted bitch. Dude, I'm, yeah, but... They, oh. I'm glad he didn't kill her. I mean, he killed her. He, the, the, well, the dude he, shot her. Yeah, he couldn't do but it. But I'm glad that they... In my head, I was like, oh, please don't end this movie with... This black dude choking yeah, this white. No, guy. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know that would have been. He just couldn't. He didn't. He didn't have it in him. And yeah, it's like white people are crazy, man. White people are crazy. The movie. <laughs> have Finally, you, have you seen <laughs> some of the inter? Aside from the hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. score, it has. Have you seen the internet backlash this movie's getting? No. The it's like. Is there some like reverse racism yes. cries? Oh fuck off! Yes. Who? We live in the age of Trump, man. Yeah. What a Which is thing. crazy as fuck that this movie, that Hillary wasn't president when this movie came out. That it's that that this country has gone the way it has in the last like three or four months. Yeah, and this movie's coming out right now. Right, it's nuts. It is. It, it's sort of genius the way this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't think any of his supporters want to be black guys though. So that yeah, might be that's true. maybe a little different. But and dude, it, and the the one the fucking fat dude who's like, yeah, being black, black is in, <laughs> black is in. <laughs> oh god, and you're just wondering like, what, what is happening? Is and then they're playing bingo the for his scene. body silently. At first, I thought that was funny because they're not they don't show the thing and it just looks like they're just like dramatically playing bingo. Mm-hmm. And then they show his picture. Yeah. yeah. So thinking about that now. He it was his idea to go on a walk, but it was like she was supposed to take him anyway. She was keeping him away. Yeah. yeah. Or I wonder though, I wonder if they hadn't disappeared if they would have tried to um strap him down sooner. Hmm. Instead of having a picture of him there. Right. Cuz he asked them if they wanted to play bingo. Yeah, he did. So I So wonder- you think that would have been it? They would have strapped him down. Right yeah, there? I think they would have um like apprehended him sooner. Right. The reveal of uh, Georgina being the grandma. Oh was my interesting. god, that was nuts. And she's just like grandma. Yeah. And then get him, grandpa, because he was beat. We we learned very early that he was beat by Jesse Owens uh-huh. to qualify for the Olympics. And he was running. Yeah. Uh. And that's why he's running. Yeah. Uh, and then so many little things that just come together. Yeah. It's it's. I said this walking out. If this isn't nominated for best original screenplay. Yeah. It's it sh- it really truly shows the bias um, the Oscars have toward films that aren't Oscar bait, yeah. toward dramas and like biopics and all that shit. This is truly an original, not only original screenplay, but it's it, it's incredibly smart. Yeah, there's layers. Yeah, oh yeah, and it has it all. It does. It's got it all. <sighs> it has really creative imagery. Yeah, when he goes into the what is it called? When he sinks, the sunken place. The sunken place. Yeah, the imagery is just really. Where he's cool. just like floating in space, and yeah, and um, I don't know. I think it was just a really well, well crafted. Well, it, it, it was like it was better than Cabin in the Woods, but it was Cabin yeah. in the Woods to me in a, in the sense where it just subverted all expectations of what right. you thought you were watching. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods, uh, and it's funny that the, that same dude is in both of them. Yes. Yeah, that's, that might have been that I might forgot. have that might have played a hand in him getting cast in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cat in the Woods is like one of my favorites. Yeah, like horror. If you can count that as a horror movie, mm-hmm. and w- to think that that movie might not have been made if Chris Hemsworth were not like a success in Thor, wasn't it? It was on the shelf for, for a long time for like two, it wasn't three or four years before yeah, Thor. Before yeah. Thor, why did they shelve it? I don't know. I don't think I don't think anybody got it. Huh. And then and then it was a success. And then he blew up. Yes. And it's then it was like, all right, we should do this. It's like Stealth starring Jamie Foxx. Did you see that movie? No. Yeah. <laughs> he wins an Oscar and then he's in Stealth. And it's because <laughs> Stealth was on the shelf for like two uh, years. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope... One thing I thought very early on is that this is probably going to be a maze at Universal Horror Nights this year. Mm. Which is... I don't think so. <laughs> I, no, it is. Is it really? I guarantee. I guarantee no. it's going to happen. I think that... Dude, it's going to happen. I think that'll make too many people feel uncomfortable. No, they did a Crimson Peak maze. They, they it's not the same. They did a This is the End maze. Not they're, the same. They're doing a fucking Get Out maze. I don't think so. I bet you What's this? What is the scary thing? Black people? No. Or white people? White people. I don't think so. Well, no, and then they're going to have... I've been to this thing every year for the past 12 years. Uh-huh. They can totally make one happen and have it be really sick. I mean, I don't, Dude, deny, this, I don't deny this, that I, this This movie is going to be a huge financial success. What well, already is. 
Exactly. It made uh, I, I I read. This they're morning. not going to ignore that. They 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 their horror genre. If you you can classify this as a horror movie, yeah. it's a horror comedy. The horror genre is very important to Universal. Mm -hmm. They're putting a lot of money and a lot of time into it. The Mummy. Exactly. And they take they take like strip serious pride in this in horror nights. Okay. And this will be your first year going. Yeah. Right. There's gonna be a good out maze. If not this year, then probably. I next year. I get that they could do it. I feel like it'll be too controversial. They'll do it. Because Crimson Peak was a straight horror film. It's a romantic horror. It's like a it's like a dark romance. It's a horror film. Dude, this is the end. There was a Black Sabbath maze one year. They're gonna do get out maze. I, don't I think guarantee so. it, and it's gonna be incredible. I don't think so. You what do you know? You don't. You never been. I'm telling you. I don't have to have gone to know that this is a very controversial idea that I don't think will happen. Money talks, man. Controversy walks. Want to put a bet on it? Yeah. Well, what are we betting? Uh, we'll bet admission to the park. I love it. If they're for whoever loses. All right. We just shook hands. Just shook hands. You heard it. Taylor's a witness. Taylor's a witness. He's recording. Let's take a break right now. Uh. <laughs> I would like to thank, this is going to sound crazy, our very first actual sponsor, the Pit Recording Studio in Van Nuys, California. Are you in a hard band? Are you in a soft band? Do you have a podcast? Do you have any kind of recording need in the world? This is the place to go. The Pit, if I wasn't related to him, I would still record here. I love it. It's nothing but a positive experience every time. Taylor Young, hit him up online, songsofself at gmail.com. It's a great place. Air That's conditioner. Air conditioned. It's uh, great. It's got it all. He'll, you know, he'll subconsciously help you with your songs while you're doing them. He's a great help. All right. Thanks, Taylor, for having us in the pit today. Let's go back to Get Out. Witness the bet. He witnessed the bet. So... Get Out, I say Get Out, 100% going to be a maze at Universal Horror Nights this year. And I say it's too controversial, and the whatever executive brings the idea to the table will say no. Nope, not going to happen. It's, right. it's happening. Admission to the park. Admission to the park. All right. It's a lot of money. It's fine. Right. I mean, neither of us are working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's been some... Uh, yeah, I got fired uh, this week, so that sucked, but here we are. We, were, we both worked on Friday. We worked on a show where this... Gives these girls <laughs> and then by the end of it, there's girl, and he's no longer the the Jersey Shore is what he's describing. Jersey Shore, we worked on it. Can I just say, this is my first experience doing a PA job. Right. Um, you've done it for years. Yeah, fuck. It it does it does it's not real work first of all, mm -hmm. but the thing that it didn't out, but. It is very interesting to ha to take a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. And it's and obviously this is not the place to really expect magic. <laughs> no. But the, the, the no. But it's there the dust the the the, the 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 fairy dust that you think is on like Hollywood magic or mm -hmm. whatever kind of got swept away from me a little bit. Wow. I might have to bleep out the name of the show. Okay. Editing. Yeah, and it's interesting to see, like, once when all the lights are on in the studio, like, everything looks like shit. Everything looks like, like, I walked in there and the, um, 
the stage manager's walking me around, like, showing me where everything was. Right. And he's like, oh, watch your step. I think they painted the floor yesterday. And I go, painted the floor? Yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> they painted it all- Oh, my God. Because everything was thing, sticky. My yeah, this whole thing looks like shit. They turn the lights off and get it all pretty, and then somehow it on, looks great. When um, the camera yeah. picks it up, picks it up, it looks fantastic. But when you're there, uh, the illusion nine really, hours early, it, it, it's yeah, not looking good. The illusion wears off. But I think if I ever do it again, I mean, I'm sure I will. Yeah. But I'm sure the experience is different on like a real deal. Yeah. Like if I was doing, if I was on a what. On a real deal. <laughs> no, let's say I was PAing on La La Land. Oh, yeah. Different experience. Very different experience. But there's a big thing. Uh, PAing on movies, you get gifts. Yeah. You get like iPads. Fuck. It's fucked up. It's got, you got red. <laughs> sounds, yeah, I got. Well, what are you talking about? I did not <laughs> case of red. Uh, the blank. <laughs> The show where the blank gives a blank to the blank. Gotta delete all of this. <laughs> so get out. So get out. Um, I don't really know what else I can say. I think it, it's uh, halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through, you really start to understand the universal acclaim that it's getting. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, it was just like, I need to tell everyone I know to watch this movie. Yeah. You know? I was genuinely floored. Yeah. Floored yeah. Is, is what I would say. So many satisfying moments. And it's like, it's all, it's borderline a bad idea to go into a movie knowing it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's the thing. For for the first quarter, I was like, this has 100%? Yeah. Like, for real? Yeah. And then, and then you get it. And you get it, it, yeah. Like, big time. And it's because the first half is not the creative half. Mm-mm. The first half is true setup. It's all development. Yeah. Yeah. And then once once you get the turn, and rod, <laughs> and you get and you get more rod. Yeah. But once all that stuff happens, you get why it's acclaimed. Yeah. And if you're some kind of sociopath like I am, and you sat through this and have not seen the movie, one hundred percent, Rotten Tomato score, one hundred percent, go see this movie. Completely deserving. It's With, and and I will and fucking, Lil Rel, dude, breakout performance of. The century. If he's not nominated for Best Supporting Actor... I straight up think that he should be. If he's not, though, he should at least get a Moon Man at the MTV, MTV. Movie Awards. Or maybe, or maybe like, Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for in a Musical or Comedy. Yeah, 100%. Definitely, he, definitely dude, an MTV Movie Award. I was rolling in my seat. <laughs> I was straight up roffling without being on the actual floor. Yeah. You were LMAOing. I was straight up LMAOing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think... I, and I'm 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 scared, not scared, but I'm worried that this movie is coming out at the wrong time. It should have come out two months ago or this time. But like, I or, feel like it coming out right now was the perfect opportunity for it to be like socially relevant. Socially relevant for one, yeah, absolutely. And and for two, because nobody saw it coming. Nobody yeah. saw this being just like one of the what will be one of the best movies of the year. Mm-hmm coming yeah i agree you're right and that's the case it's like it it came out alone i just hope that whatever body makes up the academy or the golden globes remembers this far back is my point if adele 25 can win album of the year like a full year and a half later Mm -hmm. it missed the grammys uh cut off by like a month last year when it came out Uh uh-huh 
So it's been like a year and a half, and that just one album of the year. So these things are definitely taken into consideration. I feel like movies, they movies, have a, movies a are obviously different attention span. Ob- absolutely, but this movie is gonna be talked about all year. Mm-hmm. And then once you get the Blu-ray release in two or three months, mm-hmm. it'll happen again. Once you get the home video re- release on like Apple TV and shit, it's gonna happen again. The more and more people see this movie, the more and more people are going to talk about it, and then the bigger it's going to get, and the more important it's going to get. I don't think that there can ever be a sequel. No. I but, think, well, I, here's the thing. There's a lot of sick fucking white people still out still, there. I don't want a sequel. I think that's a super bad idea. You think that, that it's just... It'll m- tarnish how special this No, is. I agree. But I was hoping for some kind of like montage at the end of something of all those people getting fucked up. Or yeah, something. but why would those those people don't have their brains anymore? Well, no, I just mean like getting busted and like. Oh yeah. Because they're out there, you know. Yeah. They're all out there. But see, that's that is the true subversion. The white people still get away with it. That's true. They they are all out there in yeah. real life. They're all out there. They're still getting away with it. Wow. And, and that's that, and, and that's, I guess at the end of the day, that's the real message. Yeah, that's the better ending. Nuts. Get out. Get the fuck out. Tremendous movie. We were so psyched to talk about it today. Can't say enough good things. I don't think I have a single negative remark to make about it. Mostly um, Alyssa Williams' bangs. Allison Williams? Williams. Her bangs? Her bangs really bothered me. Why? It's not not a good look for her. (laughs) But it looks like she's a person who changes her look. Awesome. Sure, you're right. You're right. The character. You're right. Like in the end, dude, her looking sense. up and Googling NCAA prospects. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Insane. Like this is a deep. Yeah. This is a fucking long con. She's been uh-huh. doing this for what, 10, 15 years? Well, maybe not. Cause, well, yeah, probably. She's. It only took her four months to bring him home. Right. But that means that she like sought him out. Yeah. That's what she does. So he was, he must have been like a pretty successful photographer, Photographer, which we learned from that dude from the gallery being familiar with mm-hmm. him. Milton. Milton, right? Yeah, Milton <laughs> from Office Space. But like, God. Yeah. I want to know more about like everybody she took home, you know? We And then we know that well, uh, all gone now. Andre. Andre. Was a, like a, a, a jazz musician. musician. He was a jazz, yeah. like a great jazz Up and coming jazz yeah. musician. So there's something, there's some like they they he she seeks out talented black men. Wow. That have and some, women in one case. Oh, and well, yeah, yeah, for wow. the mother, grandmother. Oh right, yeah, that was just for that dude. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, unbelievable. It's kind of fucked idea. up that they make their the grandparents do yard work and shit though. <laughs> now that I think about it. But, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Maybe that's just for it. Maybe for it was maybe it was just for appearances while they were there. Maybe I guess that makes sense. Yeah, like you had the grandma upstairs, like looking at her fucking shit and everything, uh-huh. unplugging the phone, and you now now we know that that was probably the girlfriend who did yeah, that. Yeah, that was doing that. God, I can't believe Rod. <laughs> at the end of the day, Rod, this character is going to be one of the best things of the year. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I want to read reviews now because I didn't read any reviews. I want to see what other people think about about the movie as a whole, but him especially. Yeah. He killed it. What's the? I I mean, when he picks him up at the end and they sit in silence for a second, and he's just like debating on whether he should say it, and he just goes, 
I told you not to go to the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so sad. Oh, one quick thing that I absolutely loved is the deer metaphor. I was trying to put that together and I couldn't really do it. Well, in the I didn't get it. In the begin, so he kills a deer on the way there. Yeah. The dad goes on this huge tirade oh, yeah. about how there's too many deer. Good we need start. To, we need to get rid me. of them. Yeah. He's talking about black people. Wow. And then there's a deer head on the wall. Yeah. And then he okay. kills him with a deer. Right. So yeah, all, you're right. Full circle right there. Yeah, the deer. Yeah, the deer metaphor for black people I definitely picked up on, but why he like had such a long moment with it in the in the fort in the woods. Yeah. Was like kind of lost on me, but now well, now it makes well that sense. also shows his sort of compassion, delicate or, nature. Yeah. Like he w- he didn't want to kill people. Yeah, and then MMA too too yeah. brutal for me. Yeah, you know? he straight killed five people though yeah, that night <laughs> with a, one with a bocce ball at first. Yeah, knew he wasn't dead. Yeah, he, sh- he, he should hit him again though. Yeah, if it was oh, me. But that's why I love that he just stomped his fucking head. Yeah, in at the end there. Uh huh. Fantastic. Good shit. What a what a flick. All right. Well, next week uh, we'll of course be talking about Logan. Gonna be a gonna be a big one. It's uh this is an important movie for me. Yeah. Um, I specifically remember where I was I was living in D.C. when uh when um the first X Men movie came out. I'd I'd already been an X Men fan yeah. throughout the nineties, and that movie just blew my dick apart. Yeah. It was everything I wanted in the and. Movie. I really feel like Patrick Stewart said that this is his he's, last. He's movie. done too. We should have talked about it in the news. Yeah, he said it's his, it's the end for him. Yeah, he's over. It's it. the end for him. It's the end for Jackman. Why Dude, continue that, that this quote? That quote that I sent you, where uh, it was like the third or fourth time that Patrick Stewart had had watched the movie, but it was he was watching it with Hugh, mm-hmm. and he said towards the end, Hugh just reached over and grabbed his hand, and like they both just started crying watching it. I'm gonna start crying. Dude. And he said that it was like he was he was like it was it was like the most sincere, perfect way to end this character. And that was when he decided I'm I'm done too. That that's it. <laughs> so next Thursday night, we're going to see Logan. We're gonna go see <laughs> <laughs> The tears just are coming. Uh all right. Um, real deal. Real deal. Check out um check out Get Out. Please. Get your tickets for Logan. Yep. Record at the pit. Record at the pit. Thank you very much for listening. Please hit us up on Twitter at at RealDealPod, R-E-E-L-D-E-A-L-P-O-D. No affiliation with P-O-D. Please send us an email at R-E-E-L-D-E-A-L-P-O-D. No affiliation with P-O-D at gmail.com to suggest us top five lists, uh, new segments, whatever you want to hear, whatever you want to talk to us about. We are at your disposal. Well, listen. So just, just you know, say the word, and we're we're here. Real right. deal. Out. Peace. Thank you. Roll it. Sponsored by the Pit Recording Studio.